Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Monday, good afternoon, good evening, everything in between, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide, welcome in to episode number 223, the 200th plus the Jordan episode, if you will, I suppose, I don't know, trying to make connections where there aren't any, just because I love Jordan that much, and we are in the Windy City, you see the shy across my chest, the Blackhawks playing today, I don't know, where am I going with this, I'm too hyped today already, thanks for tuning in, but before we go any further, we have an absolutely electric show on tap, into that show, please, take a few moments, too. Smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you're watching on YouTube, hey, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew. Or if you're watching on one of our social media platforms, make sure you hit that like button, that follow button there in addition so you don't miss any of our additional social media content. Or if you're listening to the pod on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if you haven't already as we do release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete next item up on the docket hey if you could be so kind you can find it in your heart to do so go ahead and hit that other like button leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live hey maybe hit that share button too send it on over to your brothers sisters mothers fathers aunts uncles friends enemies neighbors hell people who live on the opposite side of the damn globe as you but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what we are here at the ttl pod and we can't thank you enough enough when you do all of those things because it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, head on over down there to this episode's description where you will locate the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us for episode number 223, I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host, Colton Cap'n Colt Soroka, and I honestly surprise myself every time I make it through that uh, entire intro with uh, no edits. That's right, we don't edit that uh, post-show, I do that live in prime time, gets the juices flowing, gets me going, you know, kind of my... uh, the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog kind of warm-up deal. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you don't. I have no idea. Either way, what I do know is that I've said we, I've said us, I've said crew far too many damn times without acknowledging the presence of the man with me on this show. You know him around these parts, my friends, as the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and you bet your bottom dollar he's happy that this season's over, wishing that his 
Green Bay Packers were in the Super Bowl yesterday, but that is neither here nor there. The TTL Cruise resident Cheesehead himself and soon to be, well, if Rob Manfred can uh, get the MLB going again here, the TTL Cruise resident Southsider himself, Mr. Riley, Armax, Magnuson. Partner, let me unmute you. How the hell are you doing over there today, Fal? My man, I am doing absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Had to give myself a little peek there to make sure I, I you know, see when I'm actually popping on the screen there. But uh, I'm doing fantastic, my man. I don't know about you, but uh, you know, the typical theme around the uh, around the country is that this day should be a national holiday. And while I do agree with that, yeah, yeah, you know, this is probably the first time where I'm actually juiced to pop myself into uh, into a work day, so to speak, my oh. friend, because we actually get to talk about said Super Bowl. So. Oh. You know, I uh, I'm feeling fantastic, dude. That game was, uh, you know, it was it was a roller coaster for sure. Uh, you know, I don't know a lot of people anti-climatic, obviously close finish, uh, but we can get into that later, dude. How the how the hell was your weekend? Spectacular, wonderful, terrific. No complaints on this end of the world. Uh, yeah, look at us, dude. Last year we uh, were going back to work, dragging our knuckles. Now we get to make the content. Everybody gets to hang out and listen to us talk about the Super Bowl. So. Hey, what the hell? You asked me how my day's going as well. Uh, spectacular. It's a beautiful day to be alive. Rest is up to me and the I'm choosing to spread positivity. Hope you guys are too. Uh, if not, you will shortly. Nothing but good vibes and that coming your way here for the next hour, hour and a half. Who knows? A Super Bowl, my friend. Um, cash my uh, Rams Rams uh, Super Bowl ticket we bought back in August. No, I didn't want to toot toot all over uh, social media, yada yada, whatever. I've been talking about it plenty. Uh, did do a little sprinkle on the Bengals too. I didn't track anything from the Super Bowl. I mean, I put out all those props on, on Twitter that I had, but, you know, honestly with the ticket, I knew one way or another I was going to cash out and, like, nobody was really in a position that I was, so I didn't feel good as a handicapper giving out any advice on it. So, hey, I gave out some college basketball plays. Hope you followed the mid-major king five an O day yesterday just a quick sweep before the old game kicked off but what do you think overall uh overall thoughts right uh, as we kind of wake up here into uh Super Bowl Monday if you will hangover I don't Monday. know man what's that what was that last <laughs> hang, hangover Monday if oh you hangover will. Monday yeah 100 dude I I don't know about you man but I was the game entertaining and, and did I enjoy it yeah but I never got the sense throughout the entire game like there was never that sense that you usually get in a Super Bowl where I was like wow okay yep the whole season like we've been leading up to this moment for this one team I don't know about you but I I just didn't get that full convincing moment did you I mean, yeah, when they went all the way down the field with Cooper Cup on just like after he tried to spread the ball. So, okay, so Matthew Stafford tried to spread the ball around the field for the entire game, right? I mean, he was trying to get everybody involved. Skoranek, uh, I'm trying to think the other tight end that went Van out. Jefferson, too. Uh, Jefferson, too. I mean, hey, shout out Van Jefferson. Became a dad overnight oh, yeah, as well. Won the I'm Super Bowl and then went over to the hospital and had a baby. That's absolutely electric. Talk about being able to uh, be right in your own backyard when playing the Super Bowl. Pretty sweet there. But, I mean, I think what what it came down to is that last drive, man, and Stafford goes, okay, I got to stop playing QT ball, and I got to get the ball to the number one receiver in the league. And that's what he did, man, and they went all the way down. I think, honestly, dude, it was kind of weird seeing Cup at the end, too, how he just he didn't seem, like, excited and, and over-bubbly, and I know that's kind of his personality, but... I think he got cracked a couple of times on that last drive. And, like, he, 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 that last one, he might have got just a hit a little. I think his bell might have still been ringing. I think he might be in concussion protocol if the the season was still going on right now. Quite possibly. Because, I mean, dude, when he got that MVP, it was just like, yeah, yeah, thank you. And just, like, could barely talk into the mic. Yeah. Like, goodness great. I've seen that face plenty of times before. But I don't know. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it was the coaching kind of really, really chapped me, dude. They just didn't. They kind of just didn't 
really adjust to what was the defense they were throwing in. Credit to the Bengals, man. Their run defense played solid, the best game of their damn solid. lives. And McVay said, all right, well, we're going to continue running straight into this into this pack of people on, on second and fourth, give us third and seven, or first down and give us second and 12. And it, right. it just was insufferable to watch. And, right. you know... You know, he hasn't had uh, – that's the second time I really wasn't impressed by McVay in the Super Bowl. But who knows, man. It was still an electric game. Sure. Hey, electric game nonetheless, and the Rams finally uh, get their Super Bowl. There you go. And uh, shout out, top of mind, our guy, Jay Guy, friend of the show, longtime listener, no-time caller. Uh, been a long time since he's called. Appreciate the hell out of you. And, uh, hey, there you go. Your Rams finally get you a Super Bowl. All right, we'll talk about that uh, second half of the show, too. Um, dive into plenty of other nonsense. I got fuzz going on here. Apparently, Matilda decided that she was going to be talking <laughs> in the mic for a little while. I got uh, fur all over the top of my mic here as I'm looking into it. Son of Love a bitch. To see it. Love to see it. Um, so we'll get into that uh, second half of the show. We'll talk about plenty of nonsense, everything in between from uh, this weekend. I'm sure there's some breaking news shit we'll have to talk about. It seems like everybody's already flying off the handle, got some opinion, this, that, and the third. I, I had to turn off the, the news this morning, all sports news. I was just like, goodness gracious, can we just like, hey, we won the Super Bowl, relax. Can we just yeah. be happy? Why do we have to dissect why they shouldn't have won the Super Bowl? Like, whatever, I'll continue to bring the positivity. You want the negativity, go tune into that other shit. But neither here nor there. Uh, we got picks to give out. First things first, before we get into that second half of the show. Uh, Mags, you only got one here today, sir. Am I correct or incorrect? Most correctly, I've got a uh, okay. one NBA player prop. Okie doke. Uh, I will double down and double you on two best bets of the day. Most, uh, Both of them are coming from uh, the college basketball hardwood. So you're sticking NBA, I'm sticking college basketball. Monday Madness Parlay. Um, with an extra emphasis on the MAD, yeah. maybe like a capital M-A-D, lowercase N-E-S-S. Um, this is bananas. This is sheer nonsense. We have not had one like this in a long time. Paying out over 38 to 1 odds, my friends. So... Get ready. Uh, I mean, I, I'm overly confident in this one making it to the pay window. I, I, I don't know. I haven't felt this confident about one that I've built this big in a long time. I love it. So stick around. Maybe if you want some extra juice, who am I? The 3-2-1 Monday Madness Parlay, if you catch my drift. Oh, fuck. Uh, stick around, folks. You might be really interested in figuring out what that means. Okay, I love it. Uh, we'll recap all those best bets of the day, and then, as per usual, you know, we'll get into the Moneyline Dice. That'll segue us into uh, all the second half of the show. Uh, yada, yada, yada. You know the drill from there, and Motivation Minutes will get on up and get on out after that, partner. Uh, anything else I missed here, top of the show, late-breaking news, anything in between? Good, sir. Uh, no, sir. Scotty Scheffler, uh, meanwhile, during the Super Bowl, kicking off, got the uh, playoff win at yesterday's uh, Waste Management Open, dude. Sure did. With, sure did. Uh, you, you want to talk about one of the most electric atmospheres in all of oh, sports. Dude. You just go Wait, over go over to TPC. Uh, I called it TPC Sawgrass. I was, <sighs> just total brain fart. And I was like, hey, that's TPC Scottsdale. Scottsdale, what the hell am I doing? The 16th there? Oh, son. I, that, that's a bucket list item. That's a bucket list item. Throwing throwing cans and beer and plastic and everything all over the greens and they're just they're all about it i i, I we gotta go we gotta talk about heck, the second half of the show heckling the shit out of dudes when they oh. hit a bad shot dude we need more of it we need more of it i love it i absolutely love it i think it would make golf more uh as if golf it isn't already kind of on at the least what, right now at least like one hole because i mean the entire tournament is like yeah, more rowdy than the average tournament but i oh, think yeah. every tournament needs at least some hole that's more rowdy than the rest more yeah. more heckling more st- little you know you know sweat little sweat it's too quiet out there on the course you know have a little fun i i like where your head's at maybe we'll uh, talk about some potential ideas thank you thank you so much 
Maybe we'll talk about Love some potential sport. ideas second half of the show. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, hey, hey, uh, PGA, you need some marketing experts. Give us a holler. But for now, one final bit because we're not superstitious. We're just a little stitious, and you know we got to check every damn box here every single morning. So without further ado, please lift your mugs up high. If you're like my partner, take a quick sip beforehand. Tell me. To you over there, good sir. I'm surprised I'm able to do this. I'm trying a new setup out here today. Uh, if oh, I, yeah? If I'm usually looking over here, but I'm looking over here. I'm trying a little new uh, little new setup okay. going on here. Take your sip. I'll be right back. Mmm. Whoa. The vanilla bean creme brulee is flowing beautifully this morning. Oh, yeah. The black elixir of the gads. Um, yeah, dude. It, it feels nice, but I'm going to have to, when I go to my place, I'm going to have to switch it up again, so it's going to be kind of weird. Either way. Okay. There you go. There you have it. Uh, enough for me. It's time to flip the screen. It's time to get into the first half of today's show, and more importantly, the first segment of the first half of today's show. You know it. That's right. RMAG's best bets of the day, my friend, should be short and sweet, right to the point. Just hit you right in the damn chest, right to the kisser. Well, I don't know. Mag sure does. But without further ado, I ask you to turn your volume way up. And pardon? Let it rip. Let them have it. And as always, you have the floor. All righty, my man. I mentioned it already. You said it's going to be short and sweet. I promise it will be. I am going to our Bulls and Spurs matchup, my friends. And I'm not taking our Bulls. Not fading our bulls anymore, partner. I'm just not going to do it. I hate doing it. Their offensive efficiency is uh, honestly through the roof right now, and it's showing up any issues that they have defensively, which have not really gone away, partner. But like I said, Mm -hmm. they've been able to cover it up. Uh One thing that I have been finding a ton of value in in these games is uh, the player prop market. And a lot of times it is the actually the opposing team's player prop market. Really? And today I'm going to the leading scorer on the San Antonio Spurs. I'm going to Jonte Murray, over 22 and a half points. So it is just a tiny bit inflated over his uh, full season average partner. He's averaging 20 points per game. However, he is averaging 25 over five games here in February. Uh, And this Bulls defensive efficiency, especially versus guards, is abysmal still to this day. They have allowed, partner, not necessarily every single time to guards, uh, because every game is still matchup-based, but the last six games, they have allowed at least one 30-point scorer in the game. All six games. And that one that was an outlier, going back to that seventh game, was Pascal Siakam putting up 25. So it's not like they... uh, uh, found a shutdown spot. It just wasn't quite 30. So 30 sure. points allowed in six straight games to at least one player. And in just about every single one of those games, if not all of them, actually, it was the team's leading score. And in, like I said, in this case, we've got DeJounte Murray as a 20-point score. Nobody else, uh, I think 15 points per game score is their next uh, closest score. Total is sitting at 234.5, partner. So that is telling you there's going to be points on points on points. And DeJounte Murray is going to be that man, as he has been throughout the season for the Spurs. He is that man that gets it done. Um, and, and like I said, in that six games, four of the six are guards, honestly. It's the two outliers are Anthony Edwards, or not, excuse me, Carl uh, Anthony Towns, excuse me, and uh, uh, Joel Embiid. So those two teams that run specifically through those guys are the only outliers in that, uh, in that like stretch. That. Anthony Edwards also put up a boatload of points is why I uh, fumbled on that word there. So short and sweet, DeJounte Murray, he might put up 30, partner. I really think he could. And, uh, you know, if you're doing a little alternate search, I don't think you're uh, too crazy as far as over 25 and a half, or excuse me, over 24 and a half, hitting 20, getting up to 30 if you're looking for some extra juice. But I think 22 and a half, I caught it at minus 105, partner. I think over 22 and a half is the one of the best player prop plays that you can make today, in my opinion. So short and sweet, DeJounte Murray over 22 and a half points. 
Hey, you ain't gonna find any arguments out of this side of the screen, dude. I uh, I like what you're saying. Um, also, how you say Carl Anthony Towns and Joel Embiid only being the two non-guards, and I mean, that's how those two teams run their offense. Right. You mentioned it, so... I like what you're saying, man. I've been I've been really like out of the NBA. I I can't find any value. I I'm just totally out. Of, I've been wearing the mid major king crown as firmly as I can and sticking to college basketball. So I will keep telling your NBA plays. You've been making me money left, right, and center there. So I'm all about it, dude. Anything else you need to lay down in regards to your one play of the day? Hey, as opposed to last week, it's not trade deadline week anymore. We can uh, nah, you know sneak nah, back in yeah, the waters nah. here pretty comfortably. It's sure. no uh, no treacherous <laughs> stuff going on here. So uh, sure. yeah, that's all I got, man. <laughs> all right, well there you have it, my friends. Appreciate you and your picks, partner, as always, or your pick rather today. Uh, let's keep the show moving and grooving. Second segment of the day, my best bets of the day. All right, uh, two coming at you live in prime time. Now hang on, hang firm. Let's hope this uh, doesn't glitch anything out. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think we're good. All right. Cool. Because uh, I, had, I had, you know, I got the two the two monitors and everything, and I flipped the screens, and I wanted to make sure the old screen wasn't going to all F up and stuff. But once I get done with this, or the, well, the special play, too, then we come back. Because I really like that setup. I enjoy it. Because I got to look over here. I like looking at you when, because I just got to listen to you. And I like listening to you, but I also like looking at your face when I'm talking to you, too. And I got to look over here and look like this. I like being, hey, okay. I can just kind of like glance over okay. here and talk to you and, and, and still look. So that's kind of why I did it. But hey, see, I, I wish I could be a suit and, and, and pretend like none of this stuff happens behind the screens. But hey, I'm, I'm all bass backwards today. I'm trying something totally new. So without further ado. What's not bass Ackwards is my best bets of the day, my friend. I am still the mid-major king at the end of the day, and we will still be cashing mid-major tickets. So without further ado, pick number one. We're going to the American East, and we're calling this one the American East Eraser, my friends. And we are going to the matchup uh, between the UMBC Retrievers and the New Hampshire Wildcats, and we're taking the Retrievers plus two and a half. Honestly, this is the uh, classic New Hampshire getting hot spot, and I am just not buying it here today, my friends. Um, it's because in a lot of areas, UMBC is just better, but there's a lot of storylines going on here that I just simply can't buy into the Retrievers being the dogs. UNH is uh, ranked 200, uh, 262nd per Ken Palm. They're coming off a 69-60 win as one-point dogs against 303rd-ranked Binghamton per Ken Palm, and now they're only two-and-a-half-point home favorites. Uh, I'll let you do with what you want, uh, but I'll come back to as why I mentioned the uh, 303rd-ranked Binghamton Bearcats, Bearcats with the see don't confuse them with the Bearcats uh with a K of Sam Houston but I'll mention why uh at home as well because New Hampshire eight and two straight up at home but four and four against the number it's a Fugazi record my friends they've played St. Joe's no no not the Hawks St. Joe's Maine I have no idea where the hell that one's located but there you go Quinnipiac Charleston Southern Keene State, if you can tell me where that is, because I got no clue either. Albany, a good team. They only won by two. UMass Lowell, they won 67-61 to as two-and-a-half-point favorites. I will come back to that UMass Lowell. Hold on one second. Maine, Stony Brook, Hartford, and NJIT. Point-blank period. They just have not played the level of uh, opponent that UMBC has uh, is on their home hardwood. Um, they also have alternated wins and losses since December the 11th of 2021, and they're coming off of that 69 to 60 wins. So you tell me what they're about to do here today. 
The 253rd ranked UMBC Retrievers, solid team, my friends. Uh, 71-88 loss they are coming off of against that UMass Lowell team. How about that? They were three-point dogs in that game, and I think everybody's looking at that game like, oh my gosh, these two teams just played. They're on the same schedule. It has to be the same, right? Mags, how many times have we talked about on this show, it is not apples to apples in college basketball, and you just simply cannot buy that. Um, UMBC, 5-7 and seven straight up and against the number on the road. They've played some doggone difficult opponents on the road, too. UMass uh, Lowell was, or, or uh, actually, they played the other UMass, too. I'm going to get confused with my own notes. They played UMass Lowell most recently, but they played UMass, the better UMass, uh, than that team uh, to start their season. Longwood, Pittsburgh, Delaware, Georgetown, Princeton, NJIT, Stony Brook, Maine, Binghamton, and Albany. I'm talking about they played some damn good teams on the road. And what that says to me is they're just battle-tested, and I don't think they're going to have any problem covering this number against New Hampshire, if not winning this game outright. Not to mention, they're coming off of that loss. They haven't lost back-to-back games since the beginning of January, and I don't see them getting back to that trend here today. A couple of other key things. The tempo is going to be huge. UNH is the 352nd ranked team in tempo per Ken Palm. There is one thing, or I'll say first, UMBC is 115th in tempo, so obviously much faster. I think UMBC keeps them off balance, but there is one thing there, too. I think that uh, what we're, we're going to see here is from UMBC is that um, they're going to take the time to really work the defensive side of the ball. The problem is for UNH is they like to work the offensive side of the ball. So 355th in offensive possession length for the Wildcats, 306th in defensive possession length or defensive possession length for uh, UMBC. So those are going to play right off of each other, and it is going to be a slow-go pace for the Wildcats, what actually UMBC likes defensively, and then what's going to get UNH off balance is how fast the Retrievers run on offense. 79th in offensive possession length. That's why they are 115th in adjusted tempo per Ken Palm. They're just a quick team, and I think they're going to be boat racing New Hampshire all day long here. But you don't believe me, my friends. You know I brought the trends. Believe those. UNH 1-4 ATS last five is a favorite. 0-7 ATS last seven following a straight-up win. 0-4 ATS last four following an ATS win. 4-1 ATS last five meetings is the uh, UMBC Retrievers. They're also 9-1 straight up in the last 10 meetings. Their last loss in uh, a meeting between these two teams was January the 18th of 2020. Over two years ago, my friends, they play each other a lot. Before then, it was uh, at least 2017. Uh, I couldn't look any back back any further than 2018. But UMBC dominates this game. They should not be uh, uh, the dogs here at all. They've already uh, dominated New Hampshire once this year. It's not a rebound spot. The Retrievers come in, dominate once again. One more time, UMBC plus two and a half. I like it a lot, my man. I think I would like it in general. It's that head-to-head dominance right now or over the last you know, five years or whatever it is that really pushes me over the edge. So I really like it, man. What is it, 3 o'clock getting us kicked off for the slate, dude? I love it. Oh, yeah, baby. You better believe it. Well, hey, we uh, we kicked the 3 o'clock slate off. Uh, well, there's one before it, William & Mary and yeah. something. Not a great game. I think it's game. UNCW, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. UNC yeah. Wilmington and William & Mary. Not going to be a great game at all. Uh, but then we go to the next one, which is, is this UMBC and New Hampshire game. And wouldn't you know, I got the very next game covered as well, my yeah. friends. So... We're going to the St. Louis Billikens against the St. Bonaventure Bonnies, and we're calling this the A-10 Annihilator, my friends. And we're taking the road dog again. St. Louis Billikens plus two and a half. 
honestly, if you follow this show at any capacity at all, you know we've been beating this drum right here that the Bonnies have no reason whatsoever to be favored at home. They are inconsistent at best. Eight and three straight up, three and seven against the number on their home hardwood. They've taken care of inferior competition straight up, but uh, they've been severely overvalued. And then when the big boys come in, like this St. Louis team, they scuffle severely, my friends. Uh, most likely kind of reminds me of this game uh, that they played uh, against Davidson. You know that team, the Davidson Wildcats? Oh, very similar to uh, St. Louis Billikens. They lost that game, uh, them being St. Bonaventure, 76-81 to as three-point home favorites. What do you know about that? I would love for this number to tick up to three. If it ticks up to three, I'm losing my mind. It's the exact same spot uh, that the uh, St. Bonaventure Bonnies were in against Davidson. Now, SLU is four and three straight up and against the number on the road, and what that says to me is they are battle-tested, my friends, because they've played the likes of Memphis, Boise State, Dayton, UMass, Duquesne, George Mason, and LaSalle. They have played damn good teams, and they've been able to cover in the spots when they They've needed to in the uh, spots where they've lost their three failed covers. They were just slightly overvalued as favorites, but they still took care of business. Um, Outside of that, I absolutely love it uh, at the two and a half. I really think it's some solid value. But last but certainly not least, point blank period, St. Louis is just the better team. I will throw some stats at you right now that are going to make your head spin as to like, yeah, they should be favored by at least four or five points. St. Louis, uh, 56 per Ken Palm in overall ranking compared to St. Bonaventure's 90th. Back to St. Louis, 61st in uh, AOE, 58th in ADE, 27th points per game offensively, 93rd field goal percentage, 69th in three-point field goal percentage, 129th in points per game allowed, 77th in field goal percentage allowed, and 89th in three-point field goal percentage allowed. Now, simple comparison, right to St. Bonaventure. 67th in AOE. Okay, great, wonderful. But 132nd ADE, 195th points per game, 153rd in field goal percentage, 241st in three-point field goal percentage, 135th in points per game allowed, 123rd in field goal percentage allowed, 223rd in three-point field goal percentage allowed. We are talking almost 200 points worse in every single statistical category that I gave you, and they are major categories, my friends. I think the Billikens roll here today, but you don't believe me? Believe the trend. St. Louis 4 1 ATS last five overall. 4 0 ATS last four falling straight up loss. 44 21 against the number. Their last 65 as a dog. 11 5 against the number. Their last 16 as a road dog. And 5 2 against the number. Their last seven Monday games. No Super Bowl hangover for the Billikens. St. Bonaventure 3 9 ATS last 12 as a favorite. 2 7 ATS last nine at home. 2 9 ATS last 11 as a home favorite. And 1 5 ATS last six Monday games. They do have a Super Bowl hangover. The road team is 11-5 ATS, last 16 meetings, and St. Louis, 3-2 against the number, last five meetings overall. I don't know if they win it outright. I really think they do, but I will take every single damn point the books are willing to give me. Second and final best bet of the day, short and sweet, St. Louis plus two and a half. I like it a lot, my man. I do think they get this one down, uh, done outright, much like you, man. I mean, the one other thing that I'll add is far they're uh, you know a game and a half uh, back of Davidson for the lead in the in the A10, man. If they get this one, they're only one game back. I guess I don't know if Davidson's playing tonight off the top of my head. But you know what I mean? I mean, this is huge as far as the regular season seeding is concerned. Regular season championship, Bonnie's not quite in that conversation. So I like nope. it, man. I think they I think they're gonna be ahead of steam tonight. 
Appreciate you, dude. Appreciate that cherry on top of my pick Sunday. Uh, our good friends over at Circus Sportsbook and everywhere but Bet Rivers have this down to a two-point uh, game now. Plus two, minus two, wherever you're seeing it. Wouldn't be surprised to uh, see it drop a little bit more. And then UMBC as well because I saw some crazy shit happening with that. Um, down to uh, one and a half on DraftKings. Cool. Down to two at Bet Rivers, Illinois. And holding firm at the two and a half. So do your line shop and pick it up at the two and a half. Uh, either Circa or Fan Duel sportsbook so there you go there's my uh two best bets of the day uh nothing else from me so we'll get rid of this and uh we'll move into the third segment of the day my friends get ready to get weird get ready to get wild get ready to get damn near insane with the monday madness parlay that's right my friends we got a six-legger banger okay paying out at plus three Eight two five three thousand eight hundred twenty-five odds. Ten dollars is going to win you three eighty-two fifty-nine. Talk about a hell of a Monday, my yeah. friends. Um, partner said at the top of the show, little three-two-one action, if you will. You guys have probably been what, what? What's going on with that? Three college basketball legs, two NBA legs, one NHL leg. That's right. So you got to bring all of your gear in the duffel bag with you here today. Now we'll start with college basketball. We'll get through it quick, fast, and in a hurry. So. Listen up and get ready. First leg. Let me make sure all this is ready to rock and roll because, you know, trying out the new setup here today. Got to make sure the old screen's working over here. Okay, it is. Hey, hey, hey. Look look at this. Look at me. Look at me. All right. Rock and roll. All right. First leg on the Monday Madness Parlay. We are taking the Indiana-Purdue Fort Wayne Mastodons, or the Dons for short, if you will. Plus one and a half. Take them on the plus one and a half. Do not take the money line. Take the plus one and a half. Main reason, this line jumped out to me. I brought it to your attention, partner. I said, um, Indiana, Purdue, for what the hell is going on? Cleveland State has been bacon teams. I mean bacon teams. We're talking double digits with their eyes closed and their arms and one leg tied behind their back altogether. They've just been rolling around on the court, still just absolutely cooking teams. Why are they down now to a pick on the road? It just made absolutely no sense to me. So I looked a little bit deeper into it, and it actually made a whole bunch of sense because I found out that this is the one spot that the Vikings do scuffle, if anywhere. They're 1-4 against the number. Their last five games against Purdue-Fort Wayne, and not to mention, they haven't played too well against them uh, just overall over the course of the last few years. And I really think that this is a spot where they scuffle. It's actually a bad spot for them Overall, this season and kind of the last few seasons, 4-12 and 12 ATS, their last 16 as a road favorite. 2-5 and five ATS, their last 7 following a straight-up win. And 1-4 and four ATS, last 5 following an ATS win. Not to say that about the Dons. 5-1 and one ATS, last 6 home games. 11-4 and four against the number, their last 15 overall. And 7-3 and three ATS, their last 10 following an ATS win. So when they're rolling, they're rolling. I'm not saying they went outright, but I am saying this one gets wild and sweaty, and I think they cover this by a point. But, hey, maybe they might win it outright, too. Porter, anything else you got? IPF dub plus one and a half. Not really. I think they roll in this one, man. I mean, you look back. You already mentioned what was uh, the last handful of meetings. A lot bigger spreads in this one as well. As far as IPFW wasn't quite the same team either, and they were still able to handle that action uh, over the last couple of years. Now they're just a better team this year. So mm. I think they can get it done at home, dude. 13-2 and two straight up on their home hardwood. Yeah, man. I love it. I absolutely love it. So let's keep it moving. Second leg of the Monday Madness Parlay. We're going to the matchup between the South Carolina State Bulldogs and the Morgan State Bears. 
taking the South Carolina State Bulldogs, plus two and a half. Uh, I think Morgan State is a little bit overvalued on their home hardwood, and this is a really solid spot for uh, the Bulldogs. Bulldogs 6-1-1 one one ATS last eight games as a road dog. 4-1 and one ATS last five on the road overall. They're really solid as a dog when they're undervalued. 19-6-2 against the number last 27 as a dog overall. Morgan State, not a good favorite. 8-21 ATS their last 29 games as a home favorite. 6-21 ATS their last 27 games on their home hardwood. And 1-4 ATS their last five games as a favorite overall. Morgan State's been scuffling, and I think they keep scuffling, and I think uh, South Carolina State is unfairly the dogs in this spot. Even though they are the Bulldogs, I think they scrap around and might get this one as an outright win. Partner, anything else you got? This was the one, uh, so they've played already, and Morgan State got the, uh, or Morgan got the seven-point win. This is the one that went in overtime, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, so that's a seven-point loss in overtime. That's a box score, man. That was uh, first time around. A lot closer than that says. 100%, and I think South Carolina State comes in wanting to get their lick back. So... Second leg, third leg, take the Oklahoma State Cowboys plus 10 and a half, my friends. That's right. Kansas, I'm not saying they're dead. I'm not saying their season's over with. Uh, what I am saying is that they did lose to Texas, and then they scuffled hard at the fog over the weekend against Oklahoma. Only beat them by two. Almost let Oklahoma beat them on their home hardwood from the, for the first time since like 1992. Absolutely insane what they just about did. I think they're a little tired coming in here on Monday. I think they put everything they had in that game to get back on Oklahoma. And I know it's Oklahoma State. I know they haven't been playing the best, but uh, in these spots at 10.5 points, they've been giving teams everything they got. Some key trends, though, um, as far as Kansas goes, 2-5 and five ATS last seven at the Fog. 2-5 and five ATS last seven as a home favorite. 2-6 uh, and six ATS last eight as a favorite overall. And when they start scuffling, they've been scuffling pretty good. 1-5 and five against the number of their last six games following a straight-up win. Uh, and 1-4 and four ATS last five following an ATS loss. So... I think Kansas is not all the way gone, but they ain't covering 10 and a half here today. Partner, anything else you got? Yeah, main thoughts uh, exactly for me, my man. I mean, OK State, had a, they've actually been playing, uh, you know, over the course of the season. I kind of said on Saturday, I think they're kind of at the bottom of the Big 12, but got a huge win. I proved me wrong on Saturday. Got a huge oh. win at home against West Virginia, 81-58, man. I personally just think they keep that rhythm rolling uh, and just keep it a scrappy game. I think Kansas wins by 4-5, or five, but hey, sure. it's going to be a little sweatier than uh, they'd like it to be for sure. For sure, yeah. Ten and a half is just too much in this spot today. So there you go, the three college basketball legs. Partner, I'm going to yield back for a second. I'm going to let you give the fine folks out there the two NBA legs. What you got? All righty. Where should I start here? Let's go with Sacramento and Brooklyn. We are Love taking. It. So Love the it. Kings are favored. Uh, looks like it's down to uh, actually all over the damn map, dude. Some spots got it at three. Some's got it at three and a half. Some at four. Nobody knows what the hell's going on with this oh, Nets team. Right. They have lost uh, either 10 or 11 straight games. Not taking the Kings on the spread, although they have been playing a lot better. Even after that trade, I mean, everyone was flaming them for the trade. Still long-term, a terrible trade, but they're at least in the meantime right now playing a little better than they had been, scoring the ball pretty well. Sure uh, and the Nets are just uh, a dumpster fire right now. They're on the, uh, you know, they are at home, so they're going to be without Kyrie Irving in this game too. Uh, so for the most part, I mean, their starting lineup, they're about to roll out. Seth Curry is going to be active, but this is going to be, uh, you know, fresh legs. And fresh legs in the sense of, obviously, health-wise, that's good. But as far as, you know, not the continuity, you know, the rusty uh, lack of chemistry is kind of what I'm trying to say here. And, you know, they've got Claxton, Edwards, Curry, Mills, and Aldridge. Not a very good starting five uh, for an NBA matchup here tonight. So Kings, Love money it. line is where we're going uh, for that leg. Other one we're going to, I really like this one a lot as well, the Oklahoma City Thunder. We caught them at 8. Another one that's kind of just all over yeah, the map. Some spots at 8, some a uh, couple spots here at 9. 
I don't think that's going to matter here, this type of line movement. The Knicks do not deserve to be favored, even at home, by that many points, man. They have not no, been no. playing well enough no, no. at all. I, the, you, you said it, partner, and I totally agree before the show. The Thunder could win this game outright. They've been scuffling, but it's against some of the best teams in the damn league right now. The last four losses they've suffered, they're 2-1-1 oh, and against the number. One of the more profitable teams in the damn league, first of all. Uh, in the last four, Warriors... Raptors, uh, Sixers, and our Bulls, man. So it's been a tough slate of games for them. This is the easiest one they've had in a while, and I think they hang with it. And like you said, and I agree, I think they hang in there. So Thunder plus eight, fine with that live moving up to nine. Take it wherever you're seeing it right now, dude. That's the uh, two from the NBA today. How about that? Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. I'm, uh, I was getting Ooh, it locked in over that. here. Yeah, how about that going on there in the same parlay? Uh, yeah, plus up to, up to nine, whatever. I'm not buying all that nonsense. It, it, it dropped down to eight for a reason. I don't think it's going to finish by more than four. I don't think it's going to finish by more than – OKC could walk it off, and yeah. it could be an insane game. They could seriously walk it yeah. off. This is like the classic Monday spot for the Thunder. So I, I know I've been tapped out of the NBA, but that's one thing that I know for sure. And then let me add uh, the Kings over here as well. I'm gonna I'm live tracking this at the same time, so it'll pop up okay. uh, in the old action app here. And then, last but certainly not least, my friends, you see it, hey. you hey. see it. Still repping the boys. Not saying that they're going to lose. Not saying that they're big sacks of shit. Well, kinda. They're not the greatest team in the NFL, NFL, NHL at the current point in time. Uh, but my friends, we are going to the Blackhawks. We're not taking a side though. Uh, we're taking the under two and a half total goals on the 60 minute line. Uh, so remember, you got to look into that when it's the uh, it's right in the bottom on FanDuel. Make sure you do the 60 minute total goals. So Chicago Blackhawks under two and a half, uh, getting that right around minus 124. The boys have just been scuffling as of late, and uh, they're going in to play uh, Winnipeg, and Winnipeg just shut out Minnesota. Minnesota's hot as shit right now, yeah. too, and I, I know I, I never, I always say don't, don't make your bets based off apples to apples. But man, in NHL, especially shout out our guy Andrew McGinnis at McGinnis Picks, uh, M C I N N I S Picks. Uh, go follow him. Shout out our guy Andrew. Uh, but. Like he always says, um, uh, shit. I just I, now I lost my fucking train of thought. I'm gonna be honest. I was too in, I was too hyped to shouting him out. Now I don't know what the fuck I was shouting him out for. I uh, shout out Andrew. So all I know is, is uh, son of a bitch. Uh, wait, wait, either way, all I know is that the boys have. Oh, I, nope, nope. I thought I had it. Nope. All I know is the boys have been scuffed. I'm human. All I know is that this fucking this bad boy's gonna gonna cash. It, it's been. Uh, oh, there we go. Found it. Uh, per Andrew, it <laughs> it is a much more what have you done for me lately league than any mm. other league. Uh, we talked about go. that on the Wise Words. Go back and, and listen to Wise Words. See, I find it in there. Sometimes I just lose it. I get to talking. You know, I enjoy a few too many vitamins. Pre-show. I, I think things happen from time to time. I right, you just have to bear with me. Just make sure you you keep up. Maybe you got to go back and rewind. Really, what the hell was Colt saying in that spot? I don't know half the time. I'm just here <laughs> just trying to give you some value and make you smile and laugh. That's all I know. Okay, uh, so that's all I got on that leg. Anything else you got? Sorry go down a rabbit hole there, partner. I just fucking <laughs> don't mind me over here. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right, dude. The what have you done for me lately? On both sides of it, dude. On both sides, not just the Jets defense. And this Blackhawks team, I mean, we, we pop into it every once in a while, see what the hell's going on. Yeah, yeah. I can't say that we're watching 82 straight games of uh, for every second of every Blackhawks yeah. game, but the t- times where their offense has had success is against struggling defenses, and that's just not what we're up against here today. Wouldn't mm. surprise me if this one went to 2-2 overtime or something like that, partner. I would love to see us get a 3-2 overtime win but uh yeah i don't think they're gonna get uh, more than two here in in the 60 minute line there i don't either dude but i think it will be a uh, fun game to watch nonetheless and i think uh, under two and a half has the most value so there you go there you have it all 
five, no, six legs on the Monday Madness Parlay. So, the 3-2-1 Monday Madness Parlay, hold on. Oh, excuse me, okay. Uh, didn't want to uh, do that, that would have been bad in the mic. So, strap in, my friends. If you missed anything from the first half of the show, it's time to recap all of the TTL Crew's best bets of the day for this gorgeous Monday of bets, February the 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. Forgot to tell all you sweethearts at the top of the show. I forget about those things. 2022. My fault, uh, good friends. Uh, you'll be, will you be my Valentine out there? Maybe somebody. Hey, appreciate you if you would. That'd be pretty cool. Um, all that being said, oh, I got, I got maybe somebody. I, I can. Uh, we'll talk about that later, partner. Uh, okay. Maybe I got a Valentine's. Either way, okay. for the purposes of clipping, before I go down another effing <laughs> rabbit hole. Goodness, effing gracious the ttl crew's best bets of the day for february 14th 2022 my friends please so kindly oh boy covering up some of the picks we cannot do that bring us over here please turn your attention directly next to my dome piece for our mags pick of the day no plural in this one this time around he has taken dejounte murray over 22 and a half total points against our chicago bulls tonight turn your attention opposite side of the screen right over there yonder my picks it is plural this time mid-major king has entered the chat two coming to you from the college basketball hardwood the second one on tap tonight umbc retrievers plus two and a half and then following it right up the st louis billick plus two and a half as well right in between us you see it my friends the six legs on the three two one monday 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 madness with an emphasis on the mad parlay hammering right here right now the south carolina state bulldogs plus two and a half the indiana purdue fort wayne dons plus one and a half the oklahoma state cowboys plus ten and a half sticking in the same state the oklahoma city thunder plus eight the sacramento kings on the money line in case of any funny business and our hometown boys the chicago blackhawks under two and a half total goals on the 60 minute line remember you parlay all six of those bad boys up you are getting an over 38 to one odds payout i told you it's mad but i'll tell you what i see three straight plays one special play making it right on over there to the pay window but before it can do those things, we need you to lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are clearly primed for ticket cashing. And whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. <laughs> fucking ran out of breath today, dude. Fucking, fucking, fucking ran out of breath today. Yo. Your hey. favorite sports player. <laughs> you got it. Fucking okay, human Christmas bell ran out of breath over here. All right, I'm alive. Um, I love it, dude. I don't know what the hell the name Indiana. This is a hell of a coliseum here, IPFW, huh? It does. So I'm trying to figure it out. I believe they play at two different spots. I believe I've got where we're at here, but I believe they play, according to what I'm reading here, they have two different uh, sites that they play their games. Um, so this is going to be a tough one. I do not expect you to get this room right, but well, go ahead and give it I can. <laughs> The Elephant Trunk Coliseum. Nah, not a bad guess. Hey. Uh, this one appears to be uh, Allen County War Memorial Coliseum <laughs> in Fort Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> they also play some games over oh, at the old yeah, Hilliard Gate right. Sports Center. So, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, not. Oh, uh, hold on. Um, I, I gotta write a note because I we we put our face that just reminded me of something. Faces live in prime time with me laughing. I I got a I got a something I got to bring up a little bit later. Okay. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to talk about it. Uh, because I, I I even though yeah, I'll talk about it later. Uh, either way, so is it five words in one to describe this arena. Can you help me one more time? What the hell was that? Oh, uh, the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum. Allen County. War Memoriam, Memorial. Memorial. Not in Memoriam, it is Memorial right. Coliseum. Okay, Allen County War Memorial Coliseum. I'm telling you, this is a hell of a coliseum. I mean, if they're taking a picture from up here, it means there's a whole other deck that we're not seeing, pal. And right. I like stadiums like that. I like arenas. You know, I, they, never a bad seat in an arena. So do I, but I have to imagine that they ain't filling this bitch up for the old IPFW Mastodons on a regular basis, right? Well, it looks pretty full. What the hell are they got going? What, well, what doggone game they got going on on the court, you wonder then? I guess. I don't know. Hey, I'm not. If the Mastodons got a fan base, they got a fan base. Uh, Don, I, didn't, I didn't look up what they were as far as HGA, but I mean, that would be huh. pretty interesting. Who knows? Huh. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. What's here and now <laughs> is ML Dice Roll. Sue against Noko. What the hell does that mean? Sue against Noko. Well, I am so doggone glad you asked because it is from one of my favorite conferences in all of college basketball, the Big Sky, and it's probably the damn matchup of the evening, my friends. It is the Southern Utah Thunderbirds against the Northern Colorado Bears. And I'll tell you what, these Noko Bears, just not the same squad they were last year, my friends. Just not... Oh, not the same group of boys that uh, your man was uh, cashing tickets left, right, and center on. And it's really bumming me out. I can't lie to you. Uh, let me get myself set back up over here. Um, bangs. Yes, let's go, dude. I'm so glad I decided to change thing around. It just, it, I can feel like I got just got so much room for extracurricular activities, Max. <laughs> That's what I'm feeling. All right. Without further ado, it's time for the Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. Uh, let me remind you. Oh. Oh, oh. Decent uh-huh. week, right? Decent week, decent week. Four and two from the money line dice last week. Four and two. So, if I do say so myself, that is in the green. Um, so, take with that information as you will. Uh, you will want to note also their last 13 before that, they were four and nine. But, hey, no big deal. No, no, no big deal whatsoever. Hey, it's all good. Um, outside of that, partner, we got the... Uh, Southern Utah, Northern Colorado. You care to tell the folks uh, what's going on in this matchup? Who's home team, weight team, favored, yada, 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 all that good jazz? I absolutely will. So we've got uh, Southern Utah, who actually, neither of these teams are very profitable partners. Southern Utah was real early on, and then people realized that they were pretty damn good. Uh, So Southern Utah going over to NOCO. Southern Utah 16-7 straight up. NOCO 13-11. They are 8-4 within conference play straight up, but they've been uh, pretty overvalued compared to what you had them uh, uh, rolling last year, partner. So 8-4 straight up. Southern Utah 10-3 straight up. A game and a half behind Montana State for the lead in this conference over here. Uh, so yeah, not the biggest game in the in the world as far as you know the winners winning the damn conference, but it is a pretty damn big game as you mentioned, dude. Uh, so Noco home team as the minus one and a half favorite uh, with a big big fat total. Uh, Noco minus one twenty eight on the money line. Southern Utah plus one hundred six. Total of one fifty five and a half. You said it, dude. This if you ain't tuned into this one, uh, you're probably gonna be missing out. So I absolutely will be, dude. Uh, but yeah, minus one and a half, a total of one fifty-five and a half. Uh, all I see right now is sixty-one percent of bets on the old no-co bears there at home. Shocking, very shocking with them at minus one and a half. Not at all. Um, 
I would I would totally actually expect that. But there you go. Okay, appreciate all your insights there, partner. Let's uh, let's get on with the doggone thing. Uh, home team, away team. Are we taking them no-co no bears I just talked about? Or are we uh, going to the away team, Southern Utah Thunderbirds? I don't know. Neither does Mags, but I assure you we all find out in three, in two, in one. Home team! All right. No-co? No-co bears. Home team. Home team, no-co bears. First roll of the day. Second roll, do we go to the money line or the number? I'm not sure. Mags is pretty uncertain, but I'll tell you who's got a crystal clear idea. The money line dice, and we find out in three, in two, in one. ATS. All right. ATS. Unofficially, the Northern Colorado Bears minus one and a half. Now, wild card roll. You know, because we're wild cards over here at the TTL pod. We always got to have this roll in there. Will the die be doubling down? Will they need a re-roll altogether? They say, no, Jack, don't you come back. Go right on over to the old total. I don't know. Neither does Mags, but we all find out in three, in two, in one. Money line of the home variety. All right. Money line, home variety. With it being a pick we can just go straight home money line, too. Okay, let's do it. This is a pick. It's a double down. No, double down on the old bears. So we'll sure. just go home money line. On our money line. Ten point win on January first uh, at Southern Utah. Did the no colo bears pull off as six and a half point dogs? The dice have spoken. If you. Want a guaranteed take one ticket to the window tonight? No questions, no qualms, no quarries, none of the bullshit. Not per me, not per Mags, but per the all-knowing, ever-present, ever-powerful money line dice. Hammer in right here, right now. The Northern Colorado Bears on the money line. Thank you, Thank dice. you dice. Are the Bears back? Are, are the, the Bears, no back? Bears back, dude? Per the dice. Per the dice, they are. Per the dice, they are. I don't know. Who am I? I like what it, do man. I know? Yeah. What I do know is the money line dice know a thing or two. So no co on the money line. Was that like minus 120, 25? Uh, 125, yep. Nice. Okie doke, artichoke. There we go, there we have it. The money line dice roll of the day. Northern Colorado Bears on the money line. Okay, we'll get rid of this nonsense. Uh, get to moving, get to grooving. As I am... Uh, Getting my shiitake and myself all together over here, partner. Why don't you kick us off here with the second half of the show as I ask you, what's been burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 223 on this absolutely beautiful day of the sweethearts, V-Day if you will, time for some smoochy smoochy, kissy kissing, talking nothing about that love in February 14th, 2022. All right, dude. So uh, it is a movie Monday, for goodness sakes. Oh. Gonna do a little uh, trivia in the variety kiss, of kiss, uh, smooch, smooch, movie, talk, mushy, movie mushy, quote variety. Had I uh, planned this out in correlation with the day, I would have brought some uh, romance-themed hey, uh, questions hey, hey, to the day, hey, but I didn't just, didn't click just, in my brain at all. But we also are not uh, fans of the old uh, you know romantic comedy variety as well, so I don't know what we would have been so, able to do there. So two things here now. Number one, hey, it's just it's just me and you. Like, you 
you didn't forget, right? You, everything's all good. You, oh, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. just just me and you. Yeah. I just no, just yeah. me and you. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure and nobody else. She works listening. at twelve, so she probably oh, listened oh, to this. Oh, yep. 100%. I just want to make sure nobody else is yep. nobody oh. else is listening. Okay, just want to make sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, just me and you. Just me and you here. Um, also, not into romant romant romantic movies. Not into rom coms. Is that a no? Who is that? Who that ain't me. Okay. That ain't me. I watch okay. a rom com every once in a while. I'm not. Okay. I'm not hey. over the moon about him. But I, man, I know a little thing about hey, some Nicholas right. Sparks. I know something about That's some fair. Nicholas okay. Sparks. Okay. I guess I get for me, it's more so like the full blown, like you know, the romantic side. It's it's got to be like sixty forty. It's got to be a classic. Romance. It's got to be a classic. Con- I don't need none sure. of that new bullshit. It's, it's no. uh, good. Good Hallmark. Good Hallmark under a blanket. Some 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 tea in the afternoon. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker. Yeah. Is what it is. All right, so I, I didn't man. even write it I'll down, but it. I do have one uh, <laughs> that I was looking for. So, so a movie quote trivia partner, and I will have one uh, that is going to be uh, it, was, it was a love scene that I'll, I, I'll I'll thumb in here so I can at least stick to the script. Okie doke. I'll do that second. So to give you an idea of what we got going on here, um, mm-hmm. I'll give you the softball of all softballs. What is this movie quote, or where is this quote from? Now I'm, I'll read it in my voice. Mama always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never <laughs> stop, know what you're going stop, to get. Stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> As if I don't imitate this at least once a day, every single hey, day. Hey, I Ball appreciate roll. you. Uh, I, you know what? I, I get myself one. Mama says yeah. my magic shows that take me anywhere. <laughs> Cause, uh, you know, uh, Lieutenant Dan, ice cream. Um, uh, what the fuck else we got? Uh, well, I guess you knew. Mama said life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. Oh, uh, uh, fuck <laughs> I fucking... I haven't watched Forrest in so long. I appreciate you getting me down this time. Congratulations, sons, on uh, on wishing the, uh, winning the Medal of Honor. How does it feel? I gotta pay. <laughs> me and Jenny, we like peas and carrots. She taught me to read, and I taught her to dangle. All right, get me out of here, partner. <laughs> There's my you Forrest Gump. You gotta answer the question. Forrest Gump. Of the there day. you go. Forrest okay, Gump of the day. I in case, appreciate it. In case we weren't sure. Uh, I appreciate okay, so it. Need my magic love ready. That take me anywhere. <laughs> All right, here's the quote. <laughs> I about you said, have. why I fucked up is I about said the second part of what I usually say, and I know people don't usually like the R word, so I won't say that what I was going to say on the second half of that, and that's why I kind of fucked up there at the beginning. I stopped myself. Okay. Okay. Carry on, please. <laughs> you had me at hello. Hmm. I don't know. Is that a, is that a, is that a, a rom com? Uh, sort of. Mm. Um, I feel like you've definitely heard that quote. I honestly, so I did. I saw this movie a few years ago for the first time. I believe it was like late nineties. Uh, main actor is Tom Cruise, actually. So there is. It's not the main plot of it, but there is like a love, like he has a love interest that leads to this moment, and that's like you know twenty five, thirty five percent of the movie. Whoa, I mean, the or. Hell? Or another quote, show me the money. Oh, fuck. Fuck. What is it? I can see the quote because I use it all the time. What the hell is the name of that movie? The movie name is uh, Tom Cruise's character's name. Oh, man. I'm never going to get it. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Gosh darn it. It's a movie. No, I haven't seen it all the way through. I need to watch it all the way through. Okay. I've seen. Okay. I've seen. Well, if you haven't seen it, this is like the last like ten minutes of the movie. It's you had me at hello. You had. He's me like at rushing hello. to you know win her back or whatever. Ah, nah, and he okay. goes to this I gotta whole watch spiel. I got whole spiel. You had me at hello. So that's uh, <laughs> that was my Valentine's quote of the day. Uh, now moving on. Uh, all right, next quote. 
I'm uh-huh. going to make him an offer he can't refuse. The Godfather. Yes, sir. Uh, not sure if you've seen this one, partner. Uh, very famous quote that I don't think... <laughs> Next one. Not sure. Uh, not a lot of people our age have seen it. Not uh, putting words in your mouth or assuming for you uh, on this side of it. But uh, you talking to me? You talking to me? Robert De Niro. Famous quote. What movie is it from originally? Casino? Mm-mm. Mm. De Niro. Oh, it's a gangster movie. Um, shit. I... I don't know if you're gonna get it if you don't have it. Taxi no. driver. Taxi, Taxi driver. Mmm, that's a young De Niro. I don't think I've ever seen that one like all the way through. That's a that's young what I'm saying, De Niro. Man. Dude. I think that's, that's like on the really list of like classics oh, that kind of has like probably flown under our age group's radar, and I'm now we to, all just say that quote like just. You I'm know, trying to it's think. Robert De Niro, not that movie. Damn, I'm trying to think like what that would have been played on. Like I've seen bits and pieces of that movie, but yeah. I've just never watched it all the way through. Like that is a young De Niro. Like he can't be like 30, 40 in that movie. Like holy shit. Yeah, I'm not sure, honestly. Oh, well. uh, just hey, keep talking swimming. to me. You talking to me? Please carry on. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Are we? I mean, are we like Dory finding Nemo? Yeah. There you go. Oh, oh, sweet. Okay, I didn't know we were going <laughs> that simple. Hey, I see a memonem, a nem, a semonemonis, a semonemony, a nemonemony. I see a nemonemony. All right, let's see. I've got, uh, <laughs> I've got two more. I love that movie, dude. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> Fucking shit! What the damn it? Everybody does that now, dude. I can't think of what it's from. Everybody long, does that long now, movie. Uh, Twenty years ago. Is it? Can you give me a little bit of a plot? I'm never gonna get it. I because everybody does it nowadays. I can't think of what it's from. Um, it's a movie set in. Uh, so it was 20 years ago, I believe. Uh, movie is set in. Uh, I don't know how to say it without giving it away. Okay, I um, think so. Then Gladiator. Yeah, Gladiator. Okay, there you go. sick. That's what. That's what. Because I, I, that's Good as soon movie, as you said, I just... don't know how to say it with. Because I would have said like Roman times, but like yeah, yeah. I, I would have known yeah. how to say it with that. Because that's where my head was, but or I didn't like know. Because yeah, or something he like that, yeah. fucking demolishes that dude in the fucking stadium and just fucking. Are you not in a team? Just fucking covered in blood. Just absolutely. Oh yeah, electric dude, electric. Okay. There we are. There we have it. Carry uh, on. Yeah, and Patrick Kane does the celebration sometimes too, ah. and he's absolutely yes, wrecking he teams. Yes, oh, he yeah, does. Dude. Hasn't happened um, for a while. We need some Patty Kane. Not tonight, though. Not tonight, though. Maybe, maybe soon. Maybe one. Maybe one. Yeah, um, one. One. Yeah. That's it. Anyways. No more. Last one, dude. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a little bit of fun fact on top of it. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. The quote, there's no crying in baseball. Where is it? What movie is that from? League of Their Own. Yes, sir. A League of Their Own based on a true story of the Rockford Peaches uh, yes, from My Neck of the Woods. Not only that. Starring Tom Hanks. Starring Tom Hanks. Not only that, uh, so not that specific team that the movie is about, but my grandmother, rest in peace, actually tried out and was given an offer to play for said Rockford Peaches. Uh, I don't know if it was before or after oh. this, uh, the year of this movie. She was too, uh, from what I understand, she was a little too young, and her parents uh, said, no, you ain't doing that shit. So just, just, she didn't end up doing it. Just one of them full circle moments. Huh? Grandma could have been a Rockford Peach. And I'm saying, dude. Just fucking, hey, you're not, you're carrying on a lady. They say this shit skips a generation. Now you find yourself some <laughs> randomly, randomly in sports. There you go. There you have it. What do you know about that? So hey. shout out. 
Hey, shout out uh, R.I.P. Shout out uh, Grandma Mags or Grandma. Yep. Okay, Grandma yep, yep. Mags. Hey, shout out. Shout out up there. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Anything in between from you? Goodness gracious, dude. I mean, where do you want to start? That's it for movie trivia. Well, I got to clear the air on a little something. Okay, sum. go ahead. Can I clear the air? Do yeah, it. Cool. Okay, so you know me. Colts Motivation Minutes. I'm a pretty positive guy. I don't like negativity. I don't like. I, 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 said, I don't like negativity. <laughs> I don't like toxicity. I don't like the bullshit. Okay. Now you might have seen some tweets yesterday. You might have seen some tweets deleted. You might have seen some shit all in between. Now, number one, that's not the guy I want to be on Twitter trying. Hey, I don't like to be a negative asshole or 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 anything of that sort. But sometimes you got to put your foot down, my friends. And uh, yeah. You see it, and yeah, young man is blocked. He won't ever have the opportunity to see this again, and I hope he keeps that same energy um, whenever we're able to, to make some announcements and do some things and, and things that they have no idea about. Now, what I want to make crystal clear is that I show up every single day to this show with this guy right next to me and show my face live in primetime every single day. And I'm a guy that holds some very, very severe grudges. So please, keep that same energy, and I will continue to show up right here every single day as you continue to show up with your one tweet every 7 hours to 24 hours. That's right, I went through everything. I play chess while you play checkers, but I digress. I sit back. I don't go to that level, partner, but I will tell you, that's, that, hey, hey, I'll play chess when everybody else wants to play checkers, but don't do that shit, man. Don't do that shit, especially when I take the opportunity to be a man and say, hey, I messed up. I'm a goofball. I cooked myself. I cooked myself. No need for you to come in and try and cook me or say some things. So just want to clear the air. I appreciate each and every fucking one of you. saw, I, I literally tweeted something on Saturday. What are you most thankful for today? And then literally... Moments before that got tweeted at me, I tweeted, I'm thankful for each and every one of you allowing me to clutter up your news feed. And that guy is the guy who I need to be, not somebody who needs to play into that negativity and that toxicity and that bullshit because that's something I promised I would never do. So point blank period, please keep that same energy. Please, please do. Because me and this guy over here have, have some serious shit. We might be up to something. We might be working hard. We might not be working hard. Who the hell knows? Who, who the hell knows? But what I will promise you is we will continue to show up every single day. And I know I have a PFP now of an NFT and I can't really make the argument, but I show my face every single day on, on, on the screen of that PFP. So, you know, I, I'm not running. I'm not hiding. Uh, that's all I got to say about that's all I got to say about that. But, uh, you know, I just I, I, I got to clear the air. I, I'm, not, I'm not a chicken shit who has to hide behind uh, keys and shit and, and hide my face. And I won't. And I won't. And I'll keep this same energy face to face like I'm not I don't play that social media shit. So just wanted to clear the air um, and uh, yeah, keep that same energy. And uh, that's about it. That's all I, I really care on that. I digress uh, back to positivity and good energy from your boy <laughs> over here. That's it. That's it. 100%, dude. 100%. And uh, in fuck a roundabout em. way. Pah, uh, pah, <laughs> fuck em. That's it. At the end of the day, that kick sailed through the dam uh, into the fucking oh, seats anyways. So. Fucking, what did what, you know? It's a fucking touchback, you stupid motherfucker. Should not you even look stupider? But hey, whatever. It's all good. It's all good. It's cool. I, 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 I made a very nice video yesterday that I could have put out on Twitter and, and unblocked somebody and tagged somebody. Trust me, chestnut checkers. But choosing to be, you know, what's that old saying? A little bit, a little bit bigger man. In this situation, let's just put it that way. So, I digress. I digress. I digress. Partner, 
Back to the Super Bowl, though. Speaking of touchbacks, Super Bowls, everything in between, we, 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 we glossed over at top of the show, man. Yeah. Well, honestly, though, congrats to the Rams. Hey, Super Bowl champion, L.A. Rams, St. Louis to L.A. Now they are uh, even more higher in uh, the wonderful Los Angelonians, if that's how mm. you refer to them, uh, in their hearts. Uh, compared to the Los Angeles Chargers now. Now the uh, Chargers are just some random-ass team that inhabits that uh, that stadium that the Super Bowl champions own. Right. That's that's uh, what the L.A. Chargers have gotten relegated to. I don't know, man. Now, now it, uh, it, it it's confusing what will happen here with the Bengals. This is what I've been thinking the most of. Because, like, okay, great, the Rams. Okay. I think the Rams are just about are done, cool, uh, yeah, whatever. Like, it's right off into the sunset for McVay. Uh, I, it was pretty much, if not now, never whatever he got it cool if they get to playoffs a couple more times cool whatever but the Bengals man like Zach Taylor wasn't supposed to be here dude like six wins last year and like bro the, the Bengals, the Bengals right now, he was my pick to be the first coach fired that's what I'm I, saying I, I, I man I, 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 I admit that I was obviously I mean, fucking yeah, wrong but I still don't think he's yeah. a very good coach I dude and let's not forget that two years ago the entire league was referring to this team as the Bungles I mean, like, I mean... At points last year, I think, I mean, At points last year. I, so, okay, now I know, Joe, obviously, obviously it is solidified. Joey B takes yeah, that team up to an entirely new level. Jamar Chase and Joey B together take that team up to an entirely new level. The other pieces that they got sprinkled in there, the Tyler Boyds, the T. Higgins, the Uzamas, the Mixon when he shits off from time to time, Samjay P. Ryan coming in here and there, shot out that fucking defense, doing everything they could to limit the Rams yesterday great how it almost feels like a situation to me where it's just going to be like you know how hard it is to repeat and get to that mountaintop again i just feel yeah sorry (laughs) sorry but it's just like i feel like i feel like next year it's just going to be fall off the fucking mountaintop bad bad we have to suffer through two three years and forget us joe burrow and jamar chase have to suffer through two three years and then god forbid they get split up to different teams in the league i, I know i'm putting the cart in front of the horse and i said at the beginning sure. of the show we shouldn't oh my gosh can we just be happy for the rams but it's honestly like this i know i kept saying if not now win for the rams but it was also like if not now win for the Bengals. like that was that was that and they they pissed that game away. Let's be honest. They pissed that game away, dude. They really, really, truthfully did. And, I mean, I, I know we got some Cincinnati fans in the crowd out there. I know. But, ugh, golly, man. I mean, it was right there in their hands. So, I don't know. I'm worried about what we see from the Bengals going forward here. And I'm worried about Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase because I love the two of them sons of bitches. Well, so, I mean, I com- almost completely agree with you. I mean, th- so what they obviously have to do is build up their offensive line for Joe Burrow, first of yeah, all. Dude. But I in mean, turn, hey, what, I, what, I, what I assume is going to happen is they'll do that, but it's probably going to be their defense that suffers. So then they're just going to be a team that gets yeah. into these 30, 40-point shootouts. And in the AFC, I mean, as far as what you said, to magnify it, you also have to look around the AFC and think, man, how the hell did we escape through this pack this year? That's insane. Now you've got an even more pissed off Patrick Mahomes Chiefs team next year. And even uh, even crazier pissed off team in the Buffalo Bills next year. Mac Jones in year two with the Patriots. Justin Herbert missed the freaking playoffs in year two. He's coming into year three. Uh, the AFC's a freaking juggernaut, man. And and that's kind that's kind of how I see it. I cause because maybe they'll make the right two, three signings, build up their offensive line and, and look really, really solid and have a ton more protection for Joe Burrow. But that still doesn't I mean, look how good the Bills and Chiefs were at times this year and they fell to this team, man, and and God, I don't know. I think it's just going to be 
it's just a, a carousel of different teams making it through the AFC over the next handful of years. Because there's a, a bunch of teams also that had down years this year that if they make the right two moves or have health. I mean, look at that. Look at their division, first of all. My, me and my brother and my dad were talking about this yesterday. You have the Browns yeah. that two years or last year looked like a really solid team. If they figure things out, if the uh, Steelers find a quarterback, I'll look the hell out. The Ravens missed the playoffs with uh, missing Lamar Jackson for whatever it was, six, seven games. Man, they could miss. I I don't want to sound pessimistic because the, there's another world where they are even better next year. But there's also another world in which the, uh, the their deck, deck is so far stacked against them, man. So, yeah, I don't know. I, it is interesting to see. Uh, what, I, what do you think? I, I mean, you kind of said it with the Rams. Aaron Donald, there was rumors like if they win, this could be it for him. Sean McVay, the same thing. I don't know. What do you think on either of those? I mean, maybe with McVay, it's like what else now for McVay? Like this is all he wanted. I mean, honestly, I don't think McVay will retire. Like I think he'll stack some fucking checks. He'll let the Brinks trucks back up in in L.A. for a couple more years. And then, yeah, peace out, peace and love. I don't know. But he's still too young to retire. Like I I, I, But I also, I don't know. I don't see him going anywhere else on the same token. But I, I don't know. Well, the case for him not wanting to stick around, man, is they, like they said, they went all in, right? Do you know how, like, I don't know off the top of my head what it is, but their, like, draft capital over the next five to ten years is second or next to nothing, man. And they just wasted all this capital on bringing in these, uh, you know, guys that are kind of at the end of their rope, let alone if Aaron Donald retires or not. Even if he stays around, we're still singing the same tune. You got Matt Stafford and whatever the hell age he is, man. So, well, just start naming He dips out and and it's the booth, the TV booth. TV booths are looking for guys. Just start. Hey, hi, here we are. Uh, just start naming fucking. Just start naming guys on that on that defense, dude. And you'll start like cap it, cap it. I mean, Leonard Floyd, Von Miller, uh, Sam, or uh, Sam Darnold. I would Aaron Donald, uh, Jalen Ramsey. Half their freaking defensive backs are about to be due for or for a payday. I mean, I'm telling you, man, the Rams great. They're lifting the trophy, but the next five to ten years looks bleak. I mean, to mention- bleak. Cooper Cup looks like he's probably going to—I don't think he's going to drop off anytime soon, but the other two assets they have at receiver, obviously they would have to repay him. There's rumors that Odell's got an ACL issue, which is exactly kind of what it looked like. But Robert Woods Woods already does. They're other number two receivers. So, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know. And then then if you were—I mean— you got to remember, Cooper Cup did suffer an ACL tear, too. So, (laughs) I mean, we got some banged-up receivers, and I mean— I don't know, and I'm not saying, oh, Cooper Cup's going to fall off the table in 2023 by any means. No, hell no. He's uh, still my little Cooper Cup. He's going to be one of the favorite forever. But at the same time, dude, like, it's hard to, like, even Jerry Rice didn't do it. You don't put up number one in the league numbers, and then the very next year you do the exact same thing. Generally, you fall off the table a little bit. Like, you go down to maybe fourth or fifth or sixth or maybe even seventh, maybe tenth. Like, I mean, and that that would not be a bad year at all. But from where it was last year, it would look pretty bad. So, And they can't afford that because – with like, yeah, you said Robert Woods. Robert Woods a bona fide too, but who knows how great he is now with this ACL. Holy shit, what's going to be OBJ's case now? I mean, obviously, I mean, that was non-contact. You knew what that was before that even happened, dude. Like, I, you didn't even have to say anything. Like, for crying out loud, you knew that what that was. And it's just so shit. Is he going to be back by season start next year with this happening in the Super Bowl? Doubtful doubtful so do they keep him around on the ir looking into next season what does that fucking mean like dude the rant i know i said hey let's be a little optimistic but let's yeah. the rant lambs celebrate but hey the old the rams are looking a little alarms are looking a little <laughs> i don't know right. here next couple of years especially in the next year 
I mean, they went all in. I mean, in a perfect world, I guess, could they put it all back together, for lack of a better term? I guess. Because sure. in the opposite sense, I mean, the NFC is going to be pretty wide open. Tom Brady gone. Uh, sure. And, you know, some of these teams that were right here, who knows what we see from them next year. So, on the opposite sense, I mean, if anyone in the NFC is looking to go all in, this might be the damn time. So, I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, halftime show was absolutely electric. Oh, son, I was just about to segue. Yeah, we'll stop, stop talking about the product on the field. We got six months to worry about that shit again. Dude, me and our, our man, Scoop Man Supreme, Scoop McBoy, uh, won't yeah. disclose any names because he is a teacher. Uh, <laughs> Scoop Man Supreme. Uh, dude, we were vibing to that. I know you two both probably lost your mind at the same time. A uh, little, uh, little next episode right off the jump. Uh, dude, I, I matter was... of fact, I know you both lost your mind at the same time. He's like, oh, I got to text Riley. <laughs> like, oh, I know you did text me. I, so it, that was like, I was honestly <laughs> expecting it to not be that because I've seen the guy three times and that's what he opens up with every single time and it, i was and it's obviously same and electric, look at, but i was look like at my you know dumb, what i think he's gonna switch it up I don't look know. at my dumb ass uh freaking well eminem not being the last but well yeah he was the last eminem was the last they brought kendrick kendrick and then Lam- I think uh, was, yeah. and then eminem broke the glass and pop up through that fucking shit at the end but dude the production everything behind that yeah. i mean just i mean still stoop dog and die motherfucker like dude come on that was so sick did uh did snoop I, I know you had that bet. I guess I just wasn't paying attention close enough. Did he end up smoking on stage or no? I marked it on the X. So I did a, like a custom bet on the action app, and I marked it as an X. I didn't see it at all. I oh, guess yeah. I'll have to go back into it because that one was on my bookie, and I haven't checked to see like yeah, if they for stuff. sure avoided it. I, I don't think he did. I Hey, man, I was expecting to at least see like in the corner, like maybe see some smoke when he wasn't like in the mainframe, and then yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah. be like, there it is. There it is. Where's my payout? Where's my payout? No, it was absolutely electric, dude. I mean, Kendrick, like... I was about to say Kendrick murdered Kendrick was so sick, dude. I mean, just the whole thing. Oh, my God. Seems like the whole city go against me every time I'm in the streets. I hear yak, 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 yak. Bro, it was so sick. I lost my shit. And then it just, it kept going, dude. It just, it kept getting better and better and better and better and better and better and better. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I looked at, I looked at Scoot. I said, dude, this has to be, like... Number one, before it even started, I was like, this is the first halftime show that I've looked forward to in probably, like, five years or better. And then, like, outside of that, probably, like, the only one that once I've tuned in, I've been like, yeah, this is worthwhile. Like, this was... This was literally like watching a concert of these guys. It was so damn mm-hmm. good. It was so damn good, dude. Yeah. But shout out, shout out, and we need we, we need a new Kendrick album. That's it. My yeah, hundred percent. My man Anderson Pock just showed not, not so, even not even so, okay. just shows up and is just jamming on the drums. Yeah, like, dude. So okay, here's, dude. here's what I'm here's what I'm confused about. I uh-huh. did not know who the fuck Anderson Pock was until that fucking Modelo commercial came out last year at some point in time. Right. And. Both you and Old Scooter said something about it. Like, do you both listen to Anderson Pac? Like, I, I didn't know Anderson Pac. Like, he's got fucking twenty four million monthly views on uh, streams dude. on Spotify. Like, dude, like, oh, it, get I yourself could, privy, dude. I couldn't it's like name my... a song. I couldn't name a song. Uh, it, it I, I bet if win. I if I played some, you would know, dude. So I, it's it's interesting the way I listen to him. It's like that's how I like break of the norm. Like if I'm listening to the same shit weeks on oh, weeks God. on weeks, and I'm just starting to it, get sick of it. Because isn't he Hispanic music? No, no, no. It's like it's, not it's like it's like it's like I don't know. It's it's Latin like a hybrid music, of like rap and, and, and I got more and Latin R&B friends and hip hop and just and just I don't know, man. It, I think you would really like it because he he does the he uh, plays the drums, but he also is a rapper singer. Like yeah, right, right, right. Just a hybrid of of just so many genres, man. Huh. And uh, I think you would really like him, dude. I really do. It's Anderson always Pop. my yeah, man. Right. I'm 
not. I mean, I'm not. I don't hate. I bet if I, I bet if you heard a couple songs, you would be like. Oh, that's Anderson Pac. I think it would be one of those situations. All right. I mean, well, yeah, if 24 million monthly streams on Spotify is nothing to shake a stick at. So I, I would imagine like he's got to have something popular out there. Like when 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 I, when I heard that, I was just like, uh, okay, well, he can't be as like no name as I thought. But yeah, pff, there you go. There you have it. Um, commercials wise, dude, um, finally, finally some good commercials. Like also in same vein as the halftime show, like better than they have been I, I got some good chuckles the one uh, i actually had to write some down because i was like i yeah. won't remember these but i know these made me laugh my fucking ass off um the uh the, my favorite one was the avocados from mexico the one with fucking uh caesar. i remember saying that but i don't remember it was with caesar right at the end and like they were talking well it was like a. it was like they were all at war and it was like all these camps at war and shit and like the it was like medieval times and the the one camp was like ah look at these dumbass barbarians again it was like the buffalo bills fans diving through the table like look at the oh, dumbass okay. barbarians and then like it was like two sophisticated teams like one nfc team and one afc team that got bounced and they were like oh well i guess we can go together and it was like avocados of mexico and then fucking like at the end julius caesar's walking through like the crowd and shit and he's like ah i just i can't get enough of these avocados i just have I mentioned how much I love salads? And then the guy standing next to him, like, yes, we know, Caesar. And then, like, that just cuts the scene. I, I was like, ah, oh, that's fucking well, hilarious. Well, dude, we had a, a sweet setup, like, the first half. We were playing. So I went to my brother's house, my parents. Uh, mm. We had, like, commercial slash the game bingo. So, and so, like, we were, like, watching intently on the commercials, but just, like, oh, that's Pringles. We got to write it. So, like, we were kind of, for the first half, not really paying attention to the commercials. But uh, the one, I mean, Larry David's commercial was oh, obviously. Oh, fuck. That one was hilarious. He's like, and, it, and it's so funny, bro, like, how I just beat the drum every day. And it was yeah. about FTX, about crypto and NFTs and shit. And he's like, and I'm never wrong about these things. Like, this classic Larry, dude. When it fucking cut. Perfect. When he's like, and it's the wheel i was like what the fuck is this and it just cuts to larry with the goatee and he's like mm -hmm. <laughs> just classic fucking larry dude i lost my that one shit again, that one was so good couple of good doritos uh, ones i hadn't seen a doritos commercial like for like the last three years i know there was the one it was like the i don't know what it was but it was like cool flaming or the cool yeah. fl flaming hot cool ranch or whatever the hell they got now right. it was like doritos and cheetos combined I, I don't know that one cracked me up the Seth Rogen Paul Rudd one was also good. The uh, oh fuck yeah, where they were like going through. He's uh, like reminiscing uh, about random yeah, stuff, yeah. and then it was at his wedding and whatnot. Dude, it was you know what? Year. You know what's the craziest part about? Yeah, and he like fucking he <laughs> married the ghost or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but the best, <laughs> <laughs> the best part though, bro. Honestly, I that just reminded me. I got stuck in that commercial when they were like fucking. It, it just pissed me off so much. Like, okay, if this is the bag of chips, bro. Like, they uh -huh. were literally, like, pulling a chip out like this. Oh, like, out of the fucking, like, it was just, like, like chip bags and, like, not 75% fucking air. And, like, like it almost looked like the chip bag was CGI, bro. And it was just, like, oh, pissing no. me off. And, like, until you said, like, the plot, I totally forgot about the plot of the actual fucking commercial. I was just so mad about them sitting on this step and just, like, plucking out a chip from the very top. Like, just this overflowing bag of lays. Like, yeah, good marketing job, you ass clowns. Everybody knows it's 75% air on that stupid shelf. I can't believe that's Oh, I was so fucking mad, dude. I, I literally, I literally looked good. I was like, bro, what the fuck? Could I, am I the only one noticing this bullshit? And he just starts fucking laughing. I was like, dude, this is fucking bullshit. Like, what the hell? 
That's uh, that's false advertising. I'm suing for defamation. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. That is. I mean, no, that's that's fucked up. Now that you say it, that's fucked bullshit. up. Bullshit. It's bullshit. And it was every bag. It wasn't just the Lay's bag in the one spot. It was all the bags in every spot they cut to. It's bullshit. I'm, I was mad. <laughs> Oh, okay. dude, also, other resounding, speaking of FTX and Larry David, uh, if that wasn't resounding enough for you, I mean, Coinbase doing their fucking thing. The whole, I'm obviously really involved in the NFT community on fucking Twitter, so, like, everybody was like, who scanned it? Did you? Oh, this is bullshit. And, like, all the all the apes, the BAYC, um, they were all thinking there was going to be some huge fucking thing, and, like, apparently it fell through, and there wasn't any commercials, so they didn't do anything. But, I mean, if you guys needed to be smacked in the face anymore, like, um, Meta, Metaverse, Coinbase, FTX, Crypto, NFTs was mentioned a lot. And may I remind you as well as every single person that attended the Super Bowl got a free NFT that just so happily has no utility or does nothing at all whatsoever. Just, but just, you know, the NFL just gave it out, which is, ah, you just go have it. You just go. Probably nothing. Probably nothing. You know, it's probably nothing. Watch free access to next year's Super Bowl. I'm calling it. Access to next year's Super Bowl. I am calling it. Wouldn't that be insane? It, well, I, so. I guess maybe not. Maybe not, because then you would have who or the, something who, along the like something the to do with pay. the Super Bowl, maybe. But yeah, because like, yeah, yeah. then because then how the fuck you what, you just nobody's gonna fuck you. I was gonna say then the entire audience stupid. of this Super Bowl is just gonna be the same. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty fucking dumb. Yeah, so I no, 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 it won't happen. But it'll be it'll be something, dude. There's gonna be some utility behind that. Like that's the whole point of non fungible tokens is because. They are fucking have utility behind them. And I'm telling you, listen to old Very Gainer Chuck, dude. I'm telling you, uh, the dude's a smart son of a gun. And it's going to start becoming more utility, less artsy. And when yeah. it, right now it's really artsy, less utility. But, but there are some out there that are unicorns that got a great team, a Doc's leadership team. They got... A nice little roadmap. They got some good thoughts behind them. And it is a lot. It's a lot to process. But, you know, I am a part of a couple of unicorns. And, uh, you know, we'd love to have you guys if you guys ever want to come on in and join the NFT community. But I'm telling you, it's here. It's coming. It ain't fucking going nowhere. If the Super Bowl's letting fucking companies take up seven, eight minutes in grand total of ad time to talk about the shit. I and mean, maybe Tom Brady retiring to get involved with FTX full time. I, maybe I'm crazy. Who knows? I mean, maybe look up autograph.io. Call me crazy. I don't know. Look up autograph.io and see if Tom Brady's not going to be gung-ho into NFTs or not. I just call me crazy. I don't know. Maybe maybe his good buddy Gronk might have just dropped his first collection on that website. I, I don't know. Who am I? What do I know? They have NFTs for everybody, my friend. I digress. You can get me down a rabbit hole for a mile, a mile deep and a mile long, my friend. Um... Outside of that, dude, you know, solid weekend on. Uh, oh, what do you got? I I love when you fucking you got something. What do you got? No, just so I I'm, I'm interested <laughs> in diving into the other sports of the weekend. It was yeah, just that's a couple what I was other just about things to say. I was just about yeah, to say. yeah. Before we do that, it was the, the people are roasting Vernon Hargraves. Uh, he was the guy that was inactive and gets the taunting pen penalty, pushes him back One ten yards, two. man. One of two penalties on the Bengals. Yeah. They played so clean. The other one yep. was that fucking offensive lineman throwing a punch after the play or just a shoving the face away. Two, then it was two. three because they had the one at the end as well. The, oh, the that's holding right. On the goal yeah, line. yeah, the holding. So just three just didn't need Either to happen. Way. 
But Vernon, what are we doing, Bob? What are we doing? He's fucking hyped out there. Just like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> good, good luck and, ever seeing an uh, NFL field again, bro. Like that, that was not smart. That was not yeah. Smart. Not saying it decides you the game, but you got your 15 minutes of fame. Seriously, you got your 15 minutes of fame. I mean, not good, not good at all, not great. Very important fucking interception that puts you at the 20 versus the 10. That's very important with the yeah. defense you're playing. You got to have a little bit of room to move around. Not they were doomed to, in that drive. And that's kind of um, that's when the old pissing away started. But hey, who am I? What do I know? Other uh, last bit of NFL thing. It's more of a kind of a funny thing as far as not so funny. But Carson Wentz, there's a lot of speculation that he's probably about to be cut before March 19th uh, on the Colts. So the Colts will be searching. And I'm just well, laughing because how often is this cycle going to continue? Andrew Luck's name is trending under sports uh, because everyone's anytime go. the Colts are looking for a quarterback for the he's next not th- coming I, how, back. Like, how many years? Like how many years is, are we going to see this where he's at trending least, when the Colts are looking more. for a new quarterback? At least five more, dude. At least. But did, did you see him the last time he was on TV? He looks north of one. 55 with fucking he's cement blocks. Life. He's, he's loving life. life. He's yeah. loving being a stay-at-home dad and doing what he wants to do. The man has no muscle on him whatsoever anymore. He does not want to play fucking no. football. Get it out of your noggins. He's not coming back, let alone even going into a booth to talk about football. He is done with football. He is the classic nerdy Stanford stay-at-home dad. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing to all you nerdy Stanford stay-at-home dads out there <laughs> at all. It's his lane. It's what he does and he does it very fucking well leave the man alone and let him fucking do his life goodness sakes but hey maybe carson like dude how bro that so the i don't even know where to begin like do you understand how pissed off chris ballard must be like they burned a fucking guaranteed first round pick to like hey if we're fucking if it's bad news bears this year like we can always get a quarterback in the next in, in the first round coming up here we can always get that, make that happen. They burn that pick. It's gone. It's done. It's over with. Carson Wentz played well over 75% of the fucking snaps. It's, it's done. The Eagles have right. it. See you later. Sayonara. Right. Like, good luck finding something in free agency. I hope you can get a trade for Carson Wentz. What are you going to do? Trade him to the Pittsburgh Steelers and get fucking Mason Rudolph in return? What, who, who is going to take Carson Wentz? They, they made a gamble and they flopped. I'm sorry. I love Carson Wentz as a human being, but... As a football player, dog, you don't need a quarterback fucking waddling around on two broken ass ankles. Come on, man, what are we thinking about? I'm telling you, dude, it, it who's who's gonna take him? The Colts have fooked themselves, and if it was not this year for a playoff run, when? Because dude, Ty is not getting any younger, and outside of fucking Ty, great Michael Pittman, bona fide number two. I don't, not a number one. I watched him his yeah. entire career in Minnesota. I don't care what you want to say. And as far as, like, they have to be, if they do that, they have to be thinking that they can land either, uh, a, a, you know, a, uh, you know, allegation-free and healthy and ready to rock Deshaun Watson Sean. or Russell Wilson. Like, and as far as Carson Period. Wentz, Period. if he gets, like, because it's cut, it says will probably be cut or traded. If he's cut, I mean, the team you said that could use an upgrade, it, I'm not saying it puts them over the edge by any means, but if the Steelers strike out everywhere else, I mean, that, that would at least be an upgrade for them, Dog, you know what I mean? Gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely would be. I mean, I would take Wentz over Rudolph for sure, but yeah. 
Wowza, Kapazi. Yeah, because the Steelers are in a in a hot spot now. I mean, they got the defense great for sure, wonderful. But like, yeah, without a quarterback, that off that offense is already doomed in the first spot. What are you gonna do without a freaking quarterback? <laughs> I mean, like, how, like the Broncos, if they strike out across the board, I mean, good maybe, grief. Like, maybe. I'm sure any Broncos fans just threw up in their mouth uh, thinking about that as the consolation yep. prize. For goodness sakes, I mean, yep, 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 Anyways, yep. Uh, hey, UFC 271, dude. Ooh! Go, go ahead. What a fucking night of scraps, dude. From the beginning to the end. I do apologize. It wasn't uh, a huge unit day for me. I think I ended up going two and three. It, it was. I, I, I think that's what I got out of there. So I ended up not going completely negative, 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 but not as well as I have been doing. Um, I get a little funny, get a little goofy on some of them main cards. I gotta. It's still early in the year, right? It's only freaking February 14th. So I, I still got some time to adjust some kinks here. The books are still smart. Like the books are getting sharp for college basketball to the end of the season they start off the year pretty hot uh and then they start to cool off a little bit towards the end of the year so i'm 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 liking what i'm seeing but overall the doggone card itself my friend william knight looking about 762 pounds uh one i missed what happened only one I missed. Lost. Lost in the decision. Okay. He, he just he, he got pieced up from the outside all night long. Maxim Grishin had a fucking 32-inch reach advantage on him. I mean, yeah. he couldn't. But good God, did he look. Oh, my gosh. William Knight looked like he had fucking been to 13 Golden Corrals before he went <sighs> into the fucking cage, dude. I mean, he, he damn near was waddling into that son of a bitch. I mean, I flipped it on. I said... You've got to be kidding me. And then Black Jelly, um, obviously, uh, Black Blood Diamond, uh, he'll be back. He'll be back is all I can say. What that was a classic case of is he's had three MMA fights, and he fought a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. It's just a a classic case of it. It it is what it is. It happens. He'll be back. Keep the name Blood Diamond. He's not. It just is what it is. At least he went out. He went out. Two guys. Two guys went to sleep. Um, oh, yeah. without uh, tapping. So at least I, I tweeted that. Hey, at least we know we got some warriors on the card tonight. Um, that was absolutely electric with uh, Sir, Sergey Mazarov going to sleep. My boy, hashtag don't bet against Brazilians. I should have made the parlay. There it is, live and in prime time. Douglas De Silva de Andrade was dead in the first round. He passed away and was literally a walking zombie coming into the second round and pulled off a rear naked choke for the ages. I mean, in Sanity. That that fight was absolutely bananas. Hashtag don't bet against Brazilians, my friend. Both of them won by rear naked choke. Walked it off. Talk about that for fucking coincidence. I should have made Two that parlay. Two like, sub parlay, dude. I don't know what that. That would have been stupid. I bet those odds would have been stupid, stupid, stupid. Because freaking uh, Moicano to to win by points was the favorite, and it was like plus two forty. So like yeah, uh, yeah, right. or plus one eighty somewhere around in there. So it would have been stupid Please. odds. Either way, uh, main card, bananas, holy cashit, um, the tides are turning in the heavyweight division. Well, hold on, first, 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 Cannoneer Brunson, good night all fucking Friday. Brunson looked great in the first round, the second round starts, oh, what dude, the Cannon. hell happened? Oh, Cannoneer came out of nowhere and just Mack trucks attached to his fucking arms, dude, just, boom, boom, insane, absolute insanity. So, so now we see Izzy Cannoneer. Right. <laughs> no question, but Chimiev's in the background fucking chirping. Chimiev just needs to shut up and stay down at Tiger Muay Thai, keep refining his skills. Izzy would beat the popsicles out of him, no question. Everybody can shut their faces off while we're on that about Izzy losing that fight. Nah, nah, nah he didn't lose the fight. It's the same as the Yoel Romero fight. Like, you have... Every, yeah. Just because... 
It's a different circumstance. Just because uh, Brandon Moreno losing it on the judges' scorecards, that was because I firmly believe there was some power working in that to make sure there was a fourth fight in between those two 100%, guys. 100%, dude. There did not need to be a rubber match between uh, Robert Whitaker and Izzy. I mean, you saw the difference between the, those two fighters. And, yeah, he got a takedown here or there, but what did he truly, honestly do with those takedowns? Like, nothing. Nothing at all. He didn't do jack squat, and he was completely overmatched on the feet. Like, you want the belt, you got to come and take it. And he did nothing and, to, like, truly come and take it. And right. Because you can't have is. a situation where, especially when it, if it's a one-time champ and maybe, like, in Brandon, I don't know if Brandon Moreno was a one-time champ, but you know what I'm yeah, saying, where it's yeah, a short-lived run. But when you've got a, a long-standing champ, it has to be like a, holy shit, he just beat him. He just yeah, beat him. Yeah, you and, have and, to be and, able and honestly, to, yeah. I mean, you can go back to that, Moreno and Figueredo. And like, okay, yeah, Figueredo... Arguably, he won a round. He won a round that was a coin flip, whatever. Like, I had as, uh, Moreno winning this way. Figueredo had, like, he brought the fight, though. He was in the pocket. He was in it the whole time. Like, you have to convincingly, like, okay, yeah, yeah you got to give some doubt in the minds. And there was doubt in the minds. I won't, I, I'm still pissed about it. I would rather have Moreno fucking have won that yeah. fight for sure. But there was doubt in the minds, no question. There was no doubt in the minds here. It was just like, a, yeah, Rob should win just to make, make TV. But nah, I'm not buying that whatsoever. But. What you can't not you can't question at all. Tied to Avasa is a real no. deal, fucking Holyfield no. man. And I mean, I, I I called it before before the Black Beast went out, dude. I I, I sat up on the couch. And said, oh my gosh, he's caught. He's caught. He's hurt right now. He's hurt right now. And he put that foot back and wobbled. And I said, if Ty catches him right now, he's about to go the fuck out. And those elbows, boy, pa. Right to the side, right to the side of the fucking chin, and you saw Derek's eyes get real big right before it landed, and right to his forehead. That was it, dude. I couldn't believe it. I, I just, I think it's, I don't think Derek Lewis should ever fight in Houston again. Let's just get that out of the way. Yeah. Um, it seems like his hometown is his fatal downfall. He didn't look right to me again. He didn't look right to me again coming out. He truly did not. And then even in the cage, he did not look right again, man. Ty just looked like he was the better fighter in that. And, and bro, Ty ate some bombs. Any other oh, yeah. man in that division up against the cage taking two of those bombs right to the temple. Like, I mean, that was those were money shots. Those weren't yeah. just like glancing blows. Those were put other human beings out shots. And Ty stood up through them, took three or four more shots in the process, and was on back on the cage, said, you know what? Fuck yeah, this. Where he was, and just... He was Came just back bit sweet. down. Oh my yeah. gosh. He just bit down on the mouthpiece and said, "You know what? Fuck this. I'm not gonna let these keep coming my way. I'm just gonna start right. throwing back because obviously I'm not gonna stop them. Fuck it." And that, that that was just like that. What proved to me was like, "Oh, it's about to be changing of the guards." Like Ty does not give a damn about his own self right now. Like he is willing to go the fuck out. Oh my gosh! And then right. bang, he just kept walking him down. And I think I think that's the secret formula to beat Derek Lewis. Like if you can handle the shots and you're not afraid to go out. Right. then you can probably and, fucking put him out. As you're saying that, it's, it's just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, give me yeah. Christmas. Okay, okay, one final closing thought on that, though. Why did they not show the Shui Vasa? They, it was like they purposely cut away from the fucking Shui and then went right to him as soon as the Shui was over. I guess I didn't notice, because I saw him do it when he got out of the cage. I saw him do one with the fan Another outside one. of the cage. But, but they didn't show him doing the classic shoey huh. on top of the cage. They didn't show it. And I, I know I it I know it happened because I fucking I have plenty of MMA community followers on Twitter now and they had plenty of fucking videos. There were all types of fucking people there and they had the videos and I saw the fucking shoey happen. He jumped on the cage, did the shoey, his whole shit. Huh. It was like 
the UFC or the pay-per-view, like, notice. purposely, exactly, because you didn't fucking see it. Right, And right. it's just like, bang. It's like they purposely, they didn't allow it to happen, and then as soon as it was over, they flashed him, because it was like him jumping off the cages when you saw him again. It was the weirdest thing ever. It was so bizarre. Huh. I, don't, I don't know why. I don't know why no, they did that's it. That's weird. Yeah. That is weird. Did not show the Shui, but Dana uh, Dana did do a Shui Vasa. If you did see, they uh, really? uh, Ty came out with his own. It's called the Shui Vasa. Uh, came out. It's like a shoe, and you can load the beer in one end of it, and it's got like a nozzle, so you can just twist it upside down and, and turn the <laughs> nozzle and, and gun it. But it's like it's like a yellow shoe. It's like a big yeah. ass yellow shoe, and you like stick the beer in one end. It's got oh, a yeah. nozzle. I was thinking about buying a Shui Vasa, maybe doing one live sick. on the show. Who the hell That'd knows what the hell is it? But uh, yeah, it's pretty sick. They got Dana to do one. Uh, after the uh, after the fight, so Ty Ty's the next big thing, man. Watch out, Ty's gonna Ty's definitely at least gonna be in the top five after that beat. I, oh, I yeah. would say top top ten and top seven at the worst. So probably top watch, five, right? yeah, watch out for Ty for sure. One more person you forgot about uh, as far as the the uh, the old prelims, uh, dude. The happy warrior closed out a terrific career as per usual uh you catch that uh nice little um king casey ticket to win by decision my points yeah um it was pretty sweet you know it just see it like she's just classic classic happy warrior performance i mean nothing more you can say about it would have loved to see her go out on her shield win it i eh, is what it is i i love the performance dude it, it, was, it was a great performance great. the way she said it afterwards i don't remember her exact words as far as like the character she chose like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The anime character as far as like passing the energy whatever Split decision, though. I mean, as far as, like, is that just a final list bit of respect as far as giving Probably. her something? Yeah, like, because he didn't fucking win that she got fight pieced. at all. She got yeah. pieced, yeah. She got pieced the whole <laughs> yeah. fight. She, did, she didn't win around. She didn't win <laughs> no. around. It was, no. just, it was just sheer grit. Sheer grit, determination, right. like, ah, yeah, let's give her and That's why we love her, too. And then oh, I, I, so I... Uh, my girlfriend Paige was like not watching intently the fights but like kind of just we were hanging out she was doing her own thing and it was like and Casey O'Neill's getting heckled with booze heckled she's like why is everyone hating on her I was like because everyone fucking loves Roxanne and I was like kind of joking not really and then they show Roxanne and everyone's like she's like all right for sure I get it everybody loves a happy warrior dude what can you say and then she spoke and she's like oh okay I get it I 100% get it she's the best 100% she's dope she's dope man gotta love the happy warrior yeah, dude. Overall, solid ass card. Um, I don't want to say I called it because it ain't officially canceled yet. But Fiziev versus RDA has been moved to UFC oh, really? 272. Um, so yeah, I don't know what this weekend is. What's all going on? So I'll look into it. That was supposed uh, to be this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That mm-hmm. was the uh, Fiziev versus RDA was the main event of this fight night. So now I don't know. I mean, they haven't canceled it, but they moved it. So another RDA fight getting moved. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. So I feel like this one's going to be canceled. I, I I don't know. I just, hey, putting the card in front of the horse. She heard it here first. Uh, just common trends I've been seeing. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Outside of that partner, uh, anything else you got? Uh, I already mentioned it. It went uh, two and uh, five and three in the year in golf picks, dude. Went two and zero. Oh. Only problem was I uh, could have gotten uh, a little more aggressive. I had top forty, top twenty. My dude Scotty won the damn thing. Uh, I had him top twenty. Max Homo tied for fourteenth. I had him t- top forty. So damn, damn, two and zero. Oh, but at hey. the same time, I, I, you know, I was a little conservative there. I don't know. Hundred percent. Well, there you go. There you have it. Um, let's see. As far as the TTL updates announcements, um, we just wrapped up season two. Wise words. 
Uh, last uh, last Wednesday, episode dropped featuring the legendary Jeff Dawson. Volume 2, as a matter of fact. We talked all about Super Bowl, but we also talked about some uh, life in general and college basketball, yeah. too. So plenty of stuff you can still go and uh, check out. And then uh, Season 3, no episode this week. We're taking a week off. Uh, reset, get everything back in order, reload some guests. And then uh, February the 23rd, next Wednesday, uh, we will have a brand new guest starting Season 3, Episode 1. So tune into that. Get ready for that. Uh, hit that notification bell over there if you're all watching on YouTube. That's where it always drops first, so check that out. And then uh, Cup of Joe on campus, our, our other show, Saturday mornings, 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, uh, will be the same... Yeah, sort of the same uh, episode as usual, I think. I don't know. We'll see how this Saturday shakes out. Uh, Mags has got a little, uh, a little, um, bad, fuck it, bachelor party he's got yeah, going on. Shout shindig. out, shout out our, uh, shout out our friends. Uh, let, let's say another longtime uh, fan of the show, no time no. caller, yeah. uh, Hunter, and uh, help me out, dude. Goodness gracious, Hunter and Courtney, I, Courtney, 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 Courtney. I, I did, I did, I, I'm literally seeing her name on, I, like, I. Even <laughs> literally seeing Courtney K fit and I just like I, it's I get on the show whatever yeah. shout out Hunter and Courtney uh, getting married the old uh, Mags has to do uh, the one last hoorah you know the, all the, uh, the, man the, the hookers dude. all the good stuff that oh, stuff yeah. you know you Definitely know how it gets down you know how it gets down you know how it gets down all that being said uh, Mags will be broadcasting live from a unknown location so we'll see how that shakes out your boy will be here live from the Windy City but we will also have some guests joining us. It's a special guest weekend, uh, 10 a.m. Central Time, uh, 8 a.m. their time. So in the Las Vegas area, we have two guests joining us on Cup of Joe on campus, 10 a.m. Central Time. So right towards the end, we'll probably be all the way through. So uh, time to get some extra picks, talk a little shit, see how everything's going, and then sail off into the sunset of the day. And then uh, outside of that, uh, no uh, wise words this week, so I will have a uh, college basketball blog today, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. No Thursday because I'll be on uh, Dawson Show, Midday Market Report, uh, 1 o'clock on Thursday. Mags will be back on Friday, 1 p.m. Central. And then outside of that, stay tuned in, at Talking Line on Twitter, Talking Line Sports Media on Facebook, at Talking underscore the underscore line on Instaslam, or just go to TalkingTheLine.com for all your one-stop shop needs for the TTL crew, or maybe just down there in this episode's description, the Talking The Line link tree. That's all I got, dude. Uh, outside of my motivation minutes, anything else uh, you got remaining, good sir? Nothing crazy, dude. A uh, little breaking news: uh, James Harden's going to sit out through the All Star break. I don't know exactly. I think I don't know if it's next week. Uh, it might be the All Star. Not close. even positive. Maybe even this weekend because it's always in February and hasn't happened yet. Yeah, so uh, yeah, gone, James gone Harden to have missed. Uh, to miss at least the next two games for the Sixers, make his debut in a couple weeks, it looks like. That's all I've got today. Probably going to be a slow news day. Uh, Super Bowl Monday, I have to imagine. Well, well, maybe we just make some news, huh? Yeah, we, let's we, do it. Maybe we, we do something in the city. We make some news. Who knows? All right. Well, there you go. There you have it. No uh, late-breaking stuff. I tried to see if there was anything on my side. No late-breaking. So uh, time for the final segment of the day, my friends. My motivation minutes. If you're a fan of uh, the college basketball season, you know what we do around this time of the year. Every Monday, every Friday, we dive into some woodenisms, dish out another John Wooden quote, give you a little perspective behind it, and then get on out. So... You know the drill, the first John Wooden quote of the week, my friends. Short and straight to the point, but extremely powerful. Ability is a poor man's wealth. Ability is a poor man's wealth. And I mean, the perspective that uh, just uh, hit me right off the bat was uh, just 
go and get some today, my friends. The world is your oyster. You have the ability to do whatever you please. And I just said it. Ability is the only thing we have at the end of the day. Because uh, whether you have a job or, or uh, this relationship or, or this circumstance and whatever, all that shit, uh, it always comes to an end. It always, regardless, there's always an end to that. And everything fades away but your ability. All you have is just to give effort, give a little bit each and every single day and go and get it. And I talk about it all the time of chasing your dreams, chasing your passions. And, and I mean, this speaks volume to me. If a lot of the time, if you have the coyones to go chase your dreams and go chase your passions, you probably are going to be a poor man. <laughs> you probably, it ain't going to be comfortable. It ain't going to feel great. But guess what? You got a lot of wealth and the ability that you can get up and just go to work every single day get up and that you can put the next foot in front of the other and just forget about those future gifts I always talk about. Forget about, hey, those are coming. Those are coming. As long as you get up and just use your ability, as long as you walk towards those future gifts every single day and worry about the present moment, the current gift you have, I promise you, you will eventually get there. But you just have to, you just have to utilize your ability. It's the only thing you got at the end of the day. I mean, literally, ability is a poor man's wealth. I can't put, put much more onto it there, my friends. At the end of the day, don't sit still. Just stop waiting. Stop hesitating. Stop delaying. Now is your time to go. Not to stop, not to wait, not to hesitate, not to delay. To go. Stop sitting still. Use your gifts. Use your talents. Use your abilities. Stop wondering what if and just go and get it. I hope that gave you some rabbit holes to uh, dive into yourselves here today. Hope uh, it gave you a little positivity, a little motivation that you need. But for the final time on this beautiful Monday, ability is a poor man's wealth. And that does it for my Motivation Minutes of the day. Absolutely love it, dude. Always a beautiful way to kick off the week with Mr. John Wooden, dude. 100%. I uh, hope that gave you guys some, uh, like I said, some rabbit holes, some thought tracks to go off of, and we will uh, dive into the second woodenism on Friday. We'll see what the hell comes up Tuesday through Thursday. I haven't an idea. It usually just comes to me the night before or the morning of. Who has any clue whatsoever, but uh, you need some extra inspiration, motivation, positivity in your life. Keep coming around to uh, the end of the show. And hey, actually, the entire show itself. You need a little uh, mental vacation. You're done with the bullshit? Eh, well, so are we. That's why we do this show. Come hang out. Come stick around. Partner, anything else you got on uh, your side of the screen, good sir? I don't believe so, dude. Let's uh, go on and get, as you like to say. Go on and get now. Uh, come for the bets. Stay for the vibes. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers. Far and wide for myself and Mags. Thank you guys so much for stopping by episode number 223 of the TTL pod and every episode of the TTL pod you do for that matter. From the bottom of our hearts, if you didn't uh, tune into Friday's show, those uh, two goofy kids that were uh, trying to start a podcast, trying to live out a dream of passion have turned into uh, these two guys you know today and it's because of you. So thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for your views, your likes, your shares, your subscriptions, giving us the com confidence to show up every day and talk some shit and, and take some of your time and your energy. And thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts. And 
we promise you that the best is yet to come. We got huge shit cooking up. Maybe we do, maybe we don't. Who's to say? Maybe we're up to something, maybe we're not. I don't know, but either way, it's because of you guys. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Outside of that, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Monday, unless you have any other plans. We hope you uh, got out of that Super Bowl hangover, if you will, by hanging out with the TTL crew. If your bankroll took a little bit of a hit, don't worry. We got uh, three straight plays and a special play about to fill it back up. Make sure you get it all locked in so you can stay with us at the end of every single show. Let's cash some tickets.